Thumbs up, let's do this. Starting from zero. What does it actually take to start from zero and what does it not? What's a waste of time? What works? What doesn't? So many people are lost and confused and even disoriented about what it takes to get started online. And the truth is, it's very simple. Also, success rests in the dirty details. There's so many tiny things people get hung up on when they're starting something online. These tiny details are addressed in this podcast where you watch me mentor people over their shoulder directly based on their personal situation. So listen closely, listen to the whole episode, take in all the patterns, listen for the slow parts, listen for the fast parts, take in everything so you actually see what's required because there's things right now that you're currently missing, things that rest within the little parts of these episodes. Enjoy. So today I'm talking to Vasavi. What's your big goal for this call? So my big goal for this call, Dane, is that I want to come up with one solid offer that is worth my time with a, and enough to sustain me monthly and also, you know, obviously looking out and in a way to really help people solely based on what I'm really good at. So I want to spend my time helping people, but I want to spend my time helping people and be really utilizing my greatest strengths because I don't want to be doing things that are not exciting and fulfilling for me. Okay. So an exciting and fulfilling business, utilizing your strengths. That's an attractive offer for you and a customer that pays for your lifestyle. Pays for the lifestyle, for the mindset. And also I would just like to say, there's a lot of different areas that I can help people with. And so for this call, I really need to get clear on who I'm helping because my life is very colorful, has been very colorful and I can help many different types of people. And so it's throwing me for a loop. Like every day my mind is changing and I just need that focus because I want to help everybody. And as we know, we can't help everybody end up helping nobody, blah, blah, blah. So I need to get zeroed in. Like I have to. Wonderful. Do you have any judgments about yourself that this is difficult or is this okay? The judgment that I have is like, oh my God, if I pigeonhole myself, I'm not utilizing all my experience and all the parts of myself. I feel like I'm leaving money on the table. I feel like I'm leaving experience on the table and I'm not going to be using this whole Vasavi experience to help another person. Like I don't want to pigeonhole myself. And I feel like I want to be able to help as many people as possible without having to pigeonhole myself. Welcome to, I'd say the world of every starting entrepreneur for, I'd say maybe the first two years of their entrepreneurial career where they just have to be for everyone until they get so tired of being for no one that they finally pick a niche. So tell me about your pinch yourself, dream come true kind of person you just love to work with if they were in a, an abundant source of quantity? I mean, I'm just going to say this and it's going to come out of nowhere. I love athletes so much. And the reason why I love athletes is because I know what it feels like to wrap my identity into the thing that I do and the thing that I accomplish. And I also know that when my identity was stripped of me, I did not know who I was. And I wish I would have really had a solid foundation of who I was outside of the thing that I did so that I didn't fall flat on my face and essentially burn my life to the ground a few years ago. So an athlete, male or female, 
would be absolutely wonderful to work with. I love extremely successful, high-performing, high-intelligent, and just very gifted individuals. Like the smarter you are, you know, the more brilliant you are and the more complicated you are, the more I want to work with you because I relate to that. I do. What is it that you like working with these folks? Because I understand the mind of somebody who is highly functional, intelligent. And, you know, my dad used to say to me, you're so smart, you're stupid sometimes, right? Like I really enjoy working with people who complicate things and complicate simple things in their life. And the way I've trained my mind to work now is that I can simplify even the most complicated situations and the way we think about things. Can I pause you? Yeah, please. So I want to build a new structure in your brain during this call. And that will be the structure of slowing down. By allowing us to slow down, I think tender parts of your heart will emerge that will be resolutely clear. So, athletes. Yeah. Successful athletes. Are these professionally paid athletes? College and up, so unpaid and paid. Okay, so we're going to consider college athletes professional athletes? Yes, I wouldn't, just because you're paid doesn't mean you're professional or not. Yeah, but they're just really at the top of their game. They're really, really good at what they do. So and they have that mindset, yeah. Athletes at the top of their field. Is that right? Yeah. What about athletes that aren't at the top of the field, but they're close or on their way, but they have the desire to be at the top of their field? That's great. Yeah. So you like the idea of working with athletes who have the desire to be at the top of their field? Yes. The willingness and the desire. So... Wait, can I just say one thing? Yes. I've never worked with an athlete, though, but you asked me my dream. That's what it is. Good. Up until now, it's always been people wanting to get sober, stay-at-home mom, wanting to start a business, and mostly coaches. So let's just throw out, I am worthy of a life that brings me alive. Okay. Not to a practical life, not to a fair life, not to a comfortable life, to a life that brings us alive. I love spending time with people like this, like what we're doing. And I read so many books that taught me to make passive income. So I built such a strong passive income mind that I would fervently reject anything that was active income, public speaking, working a job, getting a consulting client. No, no, no. I would only do things that generated passive income. And if I needed just to buy, I might sell like a website for design, you know, but like other than that, I was like, no, only passive income. I got so good at it, but it took years because in order to successfully get good at passive income, it really helps to have an initial idea and take it all the way through to the point where income is passive. And it's not about the idea so much as it is, it's more about just what's the process. And once I took an idea through the process a bunch of times, that's why it took years because you had to like, but you could actually do it faster. You could actually build a passive income business in two weeks, you know, find a person's pain, find a problem they have hire an expert to make a course around it and sell it, you know, and it's so liberating. So I wanted to say the passive income story, because I got so good at passive income, I got so bored. And as I was so bored with all the money coming in and not having anything to do, because I was in such a great business model of software as a service, and I was doing it so correctly, without even knowing it, that I was like, oh, you know, I'm so bored, I guess I'll teach people. <laughs> and it turned out I really liked it. But I resisted it because I was taught that I should only do passive income. 
when my heart really loves doing this. So I was at conflict with myself. It's not a bad conflict to be in, but this is what I enjoy. But the conditioning in my brain says, no, passive income is the only thing you should do. So just sharing you kind of a struggle that I'm reflecting on in this moment. And whether that's similar to your story of athletes have a desire to be at the top of their field versus what you may be told you're allowed or shown you're worthy of, what do you hear in that story that I'm sharing that might be relevant, if anything? Oh, yeah. No, I do. I'm so good at, because I have a few online courses, which whatever, I don't really care that much about. I know how to package my knowledge. I'm great at that. But like for 10 years, I've done one-on-one phone calls. That's what I've done. And the longer I was in business, I just kept raising my rates and people kept paying it. And I miss being face-to-face with people. And I also want to work with people who are already mentally primed to do the work. (laughs) I do not want to have to convince you that your life is worth it. Hold on, hold on. Let's try this. Yeah. Try and say the same thing, just a little slower. I am not in the business of convincing you that your life is worth it. So here's what happens when you talk fast. I know you love it and you're passionate. You got this, you got this RPM in the brain, but I start to not be able to feel you. I start to get a little disoriented trying to listen. Sorry. No, it's okay. Cause you've got so much energy coming out of you. So nicely done. So you want to work with people who are ready and primed to do the work. Yeah. Like they're hungry and they're open and willing. Very small group of people. And there are enough of them where you could get very rich if you Mm -hmm. do this right. So can you tell me how you've made money in the past? You've sold some courses and did some coaching. Unlike you, I'm not a huge passive income person. I'm, you know, one-on-one always. And all my leads have come from marketing myself, getting on bigger podcasts, being interviewed, pitching myself, television, radio, guest blogs. What are you the best in the world at, do you think? If you'd like to get a free one-on-one with me and be on this show, you can find out details at startfromzero.com forward slash podcast. I am excellent at talking to someone and really figuring out what their strengths are and also being able to look at their painful and messy past and explain and share like this is exactly why you are qualified to do whatever it is that you want to do. So The thing that you don't think you can do or you're not qualified, if you take me back to a time throughout your life, I can find all the evidence as to why you are absolutely perfect for whatever it is you want to do because I believe that your pain... So check this this out. How do you feel about this explanation? I give people the eyes to correctly see themselves. So when they see themselves, they can see their natural strengths. They can see where they honestly need help. But in that clarity of vision, their doubt is gone and they're able to do what they want. That's exactly it. What's important is I'm listening to you and then I'm mapping language so it could hit someone in a simple way. You know, I talked to a marketer yesterday and he was one of the most brilliant marketers I've ever talked to. And he was giving me some one-on-one advice on how to launch my book. And man, my brain was struggling to keep up. And I've been in the land for a while. And the first name of his business was More Love Marketing because he's like heart-centered marketing. He said, but it doesn't land for people. So the language he switched it to, which was the language of his customers, is relationships over algorithms. Mm. You see what happens when you do this? Yeah. So you want to have it. So when you say it, that's what happens. So I'm listening to what you're saying. And 
I'm thinking about the impact on a person and I'm imagining how to articulate it clearly. That's what's going on. You can do this to yourself because you could actually write out everything you said and look at it and then imagine it landing on someone and see if it actually works or not. And I've done this so much that I get a pretty good gauge, but I also always like to check. That being said, to people listening and to you, what I was doing was just listening so I could find a clear way to articulate so it lands. So I give people the eyes to see themselves correctly. That's the big piece. Honestly or correctly? Your choice. Honestly might scare them because they might have things that are so dark, but I see themselves correctly, no matter how much they hate themselves. And when they see themselves correctly, they start to tap the potential of their heart and do great things in the world. Yeah, that resonates with me 100%. I just could not say that. Well, it's difficult. So I'll tell you my favorite story. I haven't told this on a podcast yet so people can listen to it. But so I had no idea how good I was at business or how good I was at this stuff. And so I thought I was like a little donkey in business, you know, not knowing that I was lying. I walk, yeah, I walk into the jungle. I face things to the best I can. You know, I'm not like a little donkey. Like I thought I was a donkey. So meanwhile, all these great things keep happening around me. But internally, I'm feeling like a donkey, metaphorically. So I could sustain the success for a little while. But if you've seen me retreat at all a little bit, it's because what was happening on the outside wasn't matching how I felt on the inside. Anyway, even though I felt like this, all these great things were happening because I was still generating some great results. So I got invited to this private mastermind group and I had to apply and I didn't know anybody that was in it. And they're like, all right, tell us about yourself. And I was like, what do I say? Like, in other words, like, how do I get in? You know, like, you know, <laughs> and I just was honest. So I talked about my businesses and I submitted it. And then like, literally like the founder of AWeber, which was like the biggest email marketing software company at the time, like sends me a personal email. It's like, hey man, I saw your application. I think you're awesome. Here's something you can do to improve the email capture on your current website. It's like the founder of AWeber writes me and like tells me how to do email capture. And he showed me how to do this JavaScript thing where the email form would show an example email. And then when they click on it, that thing would disappear so they could type in it. So they didn't have to erase it. Like yeah. little details like this make a lot of difference. And they all add up. Anyways, like, well, the founder of AWeber is in this thing. And then I got in and I saw the list. And one of my biggest like crushes, male crushes, was Vishen Lakiani from Mind Valley, And he was in the group. And I was like, I'm in a mastermind with Vishen. What the heck? So I go to my first live event of the, for this group. And you know, live, you're in a hotel and it's like 30 to 40 people. And I got Vishen's cell. And so I text Vishen. I'm like, are you coming? Where are you at? And like, he's like, I was like, text me when you're at the hotel. And so like I said, I was like, he's like, what room is everybody hanging out in? You know, and I was like, the cool guy getting Vishen into the room and stuff. And so like, you know, I text Vishen and text me as soon as you get there. And he shows up and I said, hey man, before we go upstairs, would you mind if we just chatted for a minute, just you and I? And he said, sure. And so I sit down and ask him like two or three questions. And he goes, he's like, I feel like I'm getting interviewed right now on like my third question. And I said, honestly, I admire you so much Vishen. I kind of am. I want to know everything I possibly can. And then he comes from sitting back like this, kind of like what's going on. And then when he realizes he's like being fully listened to and I can meet him where he wants to go, he sits forward and puts his elbows on the table. He says, Dane, I want to build empires. And then he just starts pouring into me like the vision that he has for these different empires that he wants to build. And it was just like, when he said it, it was like probably slight ego, a ton of heart. And it was all driven to like actualize the potential. And I got to spend time with like vision in this context and like all these things. It was really fun. And I'm actually like, it's escaping me why I'm telling you this story now. 
I'm sure there's a reason. I love it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, um, well, you're not a donkey. And I thought I was a donkey talking to Vision. And Vision had a huge impact on my life. You know, I got to spend time with him. I went to his event afterwards. We were in an elevator and we were going up an elevator at like 3 a.m. And I was like, you know what? I'm really unhappy where I live. And he said, you should move to San Diego. The next week I moved to San Diego just because I got the chance to be around these people. But if you look at what I did, I got invited into this group. I found the group. I texted Vision. I was aggressive about getting to meet him first. I was aggressive about getting one-on-one time. I was aggressive about asking the right questions. I was honest with him about just wanting to hear his brain. And then I went to his event and then he told me to move to San Diego and I did. And like those qualities are like when I see someone I admire, I just listen to them. So I guess that might be it. But I wanted you to know that story. What do you hear in the story that might be relatable? Well, I know Vision. I've been to a bunch of the Awesomeness Fest. I think I've definitely even met you in Mexico, I think, for the first one that I went to on the beach. What I hear is a few things. So I'm aggressive. I've been definitely told I'm aggressive. When I know what I want, I'm very aggressive. When you said that to me, the first thing that I thought was, you know, if I'm not completely honest with myself about the dream client or the dream life, then I'm just taking these type of baby step moves Mm -hmm. rather than being aggressive. Like, my hustle and my grit is my greatest strength. If I know what I want, I have no shame in asking for it, texting you, reaching out, being persistent because I'm clear. So I'm like, for me, slowing down will lead to the clarity, will lead to then much more focused, aggressive, and you know, action steps to take. So I'm listening to all of it. Thank you. So something I thought it'd be nice if you wrote down to reflect on is what if I was clear on my dream without any self-judgment? I want to work with highly driven athletes who desire to be at the top of their field. And there's no judgment. There's a lot of judgment right now. Yeah. Tell me about it. Okay. The number one piece of judgment that I have is I played JV tennis. I'm not an athlete in a sport sense at all. Like who am I to think that I can work with an athlete? So let's pause. Mm-hmm. Who is saying that? The Vasavi that maybe feels like she has not completely risen to her potential. What happens when I tell you that there are professional coaches that don't know how to play the sport? That makes total sense. So why not for you then? I put a lot of pressure on being, if I'm going to teach you something or I'm going to coach you on something, I should have mastered it myself. Actually, that's such BS because... <laughs> Like, I can coach a football player. I don't need to know football. It's the mindset that I'm an expert at. Like, I understand our mental makeup. I understand the duality and the conflict. This is something that I have really grasped and understood in my own life. Oh, wow, there's a lot of resistance. Like, I guess it's really boiling it down to what am I working with them on? And I think I said it with the identity and the you are not just the game. You are not just this. this so hold machine. on. Mm-hmm. This is amazing. So first yeah. off, many of us share a belief that we can't do anything until we're excellent at it. Mm-hmm. How do you get excellent at it? By doing it. Okay. The other thing is that you're caught in a conundrum right now, which is how do I make myself worthy, either legitimately or capable to be in this field? And I'm watching your brain try to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. What could be really, really liberating is actually just let's hang out with the fact that your brain is trying to solve this problem right now. 
without solving it. Just notice that your brain is trying to solve this problem without solving it. Go meta. Yeah, it's going nuts. Good. Let it allow it to go nuts. Notice your brain going nuts. It's probably because you really care about this and you want to make sure it works. Mm -hmm. Does that sound right? I do. Like, I feel very deeply for very highly intelligent people who are excellent at what they do, people who are unicorns. They're not like everybody else. I, I feel deeply for people who are willing to put in the work and maybe inside aren't completely fulfilled. I have a very soft corner for people like that. Yeah, I think it's worth noting that the most successful people in the world are usually very lonely because they need help. And then Michael Phelps, I saw an ad from Michael Phelps the other week on Facebook. He said, I'm Michael Phelps and I struggle with depression. Do you see that ad? Mm-hmm. Ooh. What he said, Michael Phelps, I'm a trained swimming machine trained to swim and win gold. I also struggle with depression. And like, so it's nice to know that we have these identities of athletes that are real, but not true to who they really are. And that's, I want people to hear it. And I'm glad that you see it. And, you know, the more successful you become, it often becomes very isolating. So don't be afraid of successful folks. They often want connection more than you would imagine. I'd encourage you guys, if you have anyone super successful, just reach out and ask them, how are you doing? And they'll be like, what's going on? <laughs> Is this silly of me to even say this, but, and obviously I'm not a gold medalist or Pro Bowl champion or Super Bowl champion or anything, but I feel in my own little world, philosophy world, I look very good on paper. I've made sure that on the outside, got my master's, my Ivy League education, all this. And I struggled with bipolar disorder since I was 20 and having to deal with all of from my own perspective, even though I'm not at that level with those millions, I understand just in my little microcosm of a world. Is that stupid though? But like, that's really where it comes from. Because in my own little world of success, I remember feeling so alone, lonely and isolated. And I felt stupid asking for help. That's why I'm drawn to that population of people. No, it's not stupid. So there's a few things we're gonna do on the last half of this. So first is we're gonna give you a plan and a roadmap that allows you to start working with athletes. That'll be easy and effective to follow and it'll allow you to start right away. The second thing that we'll do is we're going to train business aspects of your brain so that you have a proper orientation towards wealth and business. So first, well, I'll do this real quickly. In terms of working with athletes who desire to be at the top of their field, you want to find a simple way to explain what you do, and then you want to offer yourself for free to these athletes for 30 days to see if you can blow their mind and that's it. So you'll find and identify top athletes, whether you do it through LinkedIn, whether you do it through looking at the football team rosters for every, like, here's how you do this. You hire someone from Philippines and you say, I need you to get me the first name and last name and Facebook profile of every active college football player in the nation. Can I tell you something? Yes. In a few days, I have a meeting with the program director for the Center for Sports Leadership here at UT. So I'm the kind of person that I have my dreams. And even if I don't think I'm qualified, I just reached out and I was like, hey, I'd love to offer something to your athlete. So I actually have a meeting happening on Tuesday and I want to offer something. And that's just with all UT athletes. Great. It's no coincidence when I asked you the first question, you said you love athletes. And, you know, my body had that sort of electric sensation that it does when we know something is just like in your bones to do. And you aren't qualified and that's okay. And you aren't qualified until you able to get someone a result. As soon as you get your results, you become qualified. 
but everybody starts out unqualified. So when you're not qualified, you must learn how to get the result. So all you do is you work with people for free until you get them results and you'll start crushing it. So you've got the UT thing, but in terms of building your business brain, I say you hire someone, mm -hmm. right? And you say, I need you to give me the name and the Facebook profile URL of every college football player in the nation. Then you're going to probably go on your Facebook profile and say that you're a meta athlete trainer for college athletes to increase the chance of them going pro or so that they win more college football games, you know, by working with the aspects of the mind or something like this. And then you add them all as a friend and you'll go through and you'll look them up and you'll have them add. They'll, maybe they'll give access the Philippine person to your Facebook profile and they'll go through and add them all as a friend. Then, you know, 10 to 20% will probably confirm. Of those 10 or 20% that confirm, then this Philippine or American, whoever, can send them a private message of which you scripted. And it's congratulations making college football. That's quite a feat. I got started back in entrepreneurship when I was 21 or 22 in my parents' basement, and it was so much trial and error. I didn't have a proven path that I could follow. I had so much guesswork, so much risk, so much failure. I failed building 11 different businesses. Well, I finally wrote a book to talk about the path that I followed, the path that over 15 millionaires have used. Most of these millionaires started out as employees. This book you can pre-order right now at startfromzero.com. If you go to startfromzero.com and click pre-order, you'll be first in line to get this comprehensive book that you can use to start a business when you're insecure, when you don't have ideas, when you have little confidence, no expertise, little time, and no money. This book is the path on how to start when you're at zero. Pre-order the book right now at startfromzero.com. Let's get back to the episode. Only 1% of high school athletes are ever able to do that. That's incredible. I'm reaching out because I like to talk to athletes who have the desire to be at the top of their field. Would you say you land in that category? It's a pretty dope message. The person says, yeah, yeah, no. And if they say yes, then you say something like, if that's the case, I have an offer for you and it won't cost you anything. I have a methodology and a framework that allows people to become remarkable no matter what field they're in. And I'm not sure if it would work with you, but at the chance that it does, you could become really, really good. Since I'm not sure if it would work with you, and it's only an experiment, I'm curious if you'd be open to trying it. I'll give you my all, I'll work with you for free, and then I would just want your story as a result if it ever worked out. And Vasavi, welcome to the world of coaching athletes. Yeah. Now, if we break down what I did there, I don't even know what I did there. You tell me. I think what you just did was find an entryway, a simple way to enter into this world of the target audience that I want to work with. And college athletes are a little less intimidating than professional. Be less intimidated, but still feel like I'm walking towards the path of the people that I want to work with. So with a small amount of money, right, it's very small investment to hire someone in the Philippines to do this. It is an organic and genuine way to connect and not have to build this like shiny, I'm a top coach for athlete website. <laughs> We're using what's already there. So you helped a simple entryway, low cost, utilizing what already exists, the platforms that we have. Also coming up with an offer, which I have that in my head. I already know that. And then 
it's like a less intimidating and threatening way for me personally that I can still be of service and just see if it works and get to hone in on my skills with this particular demographic of individuals. Because if that's really what I want to do, I got to start somewhere. And so the most valuable thing that you said, Dane, was like, get the first and last name of every college athlete in the nation and add them as a friend. Like that's so easy. It's so simple. It makes so much sense to do that. And the aggressive part, the part that I think we're we're very relatable, like how you reach out, you email with that mastermind and with vision. Like I do that. I do that already. I have that in me. I don't have any hesitation or like, oh, what will they think? I got nothing to lose. Worst thing they say is no. I'm used to no. It's okay. So yeah, I'm going to do this. Why do you have nothing to lose? I mean, on a woo-woo level, I know who I am as a person. So if you say no to me, it doesn't, it's no skin off my back. Like it's not a big- Okay, so pause. Yeah. Everybody, please listen and have you just maybe slow down and just say why you have nothing to lose if you reach out and someone says no. Okay, I have nothing to lose because I know who I am as a person. Pause. Thank you. You can put a period right there. I have nothing to lose because I know who I am as a person. I try to stress to people that the probably one of the most important biggest things that matters is what you think about yourself. It's not what I think about you. It's not what Vasavi thinks about you. It's not what a college athlete thinks about you. It's what you think about yourself. So you know who you are, so you have nothing to lose. Good. Okay. I want to guide you through a meditation and everybody else listening to kind of just engage in this. So pay attention to your body and just take some relaxing breaths. And you keep your eyes open or closed, whatever you like. And in and out, breath. And another breath. I want you to call an image forth in your mind of business. And let your mind conjure anything that comes up automatically with your current conditioning around business. And just for the theoretical sake, I want you to think about how impressive you need to make your business, how impressive you might think you have to be. And I want to pose a question. In the unconscious, what do you believe your business centers around? Not in the conscious, but in the unconscious, what do you believe a business centers around? Now, I want to gently bring forth a beautiful image of business. And I want business to be the radius of your pinky finger, like a penny. That's a big pinky, but, you know, a dime. (laughs) That's the size of the business, the size of a dime. And that is orbiting around something. And I want that to be orbiting around Something that's the size of a tire wheel. Your business is the dime. The tire wheel is your customer. That is what a beautiful business centers and rotates around. Feel that image. This is a beautiful image of business. Now, I want you to feel a website coming in, a Facebook post coming in, a product coming in an advertising campaign coming in, your book coming in, and try to make them all bigger and more important than the place where your money comes from. Your money comes from the customer, yet they're usually the smallest space in the unconscious for business. It's 
not about the website. It's not about your Facebook posts. It's not about having a brand name. It's not about having a plan. It's about having a key, clear customer and orbiting around them. When you get clear that a business orbits around a customer and that's it, you can build a business at light speed and weeks and days. My record is having an idea and a paying customer in nine minutes. From idea to paying customer in nine minutes. I didn't make a website. I didn't make a logo. I didn't make a brand. So as we're thinking this meditation and you're feeling this small dot going around a huge dot, like bigger than big as a tire, and you think about the strategy I employed, it's because my unconscious orientation towards business is this. It's because I've been trained. So try and bring up a website, a brand, a name, a book, a product. Those is what a business centers around. Oh, the business centers around the product. Oh, the business centers around me, the CEO and founder. And then bring in that beautiful image one last time. The business orbits around the customer. And with this orientation, failure almost vanishes. And you can build businesses so fast that it could break your concept of what's possible. Because if Vasavi does this, gets all the names, and they're all added as friends, and they're all confirmed, by next Friday, she could have her first handful of clients ready to work with. No brand name, no domain, nothing. Speed. This is how speed happens. What's happening for you, Voss? My business has always centered around me and what I have to offer. It's always been about me. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. So with that visual, with the dime size and the tire, the image that I just got was in relation to an athlete. I imagined an athlete not being part of the starting lineup and just sitting by himself on the bench with his head down. And I really felt that that was the image that I had, like this guy who just really wants to play and is like, man, no one ever calls me. No, everyone overlooks me. I just felt really bad for that person. It not it doesn't make sense. It became about the client and not so much about what do I have to offer. Why would you ask? Does that make sense? It was crystal clear. Okay. What yeah. part? What? what Why did you say does that make sense? You know, when I share my heart and like mm-hmm. I share like really how I feel, it's a little like naked for me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you get to see that I have a heart. So then I kind of throw you off by asking, does that make sense? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> busted but you busted yourself you busted yourself it's so weird to hear you say does that make sense because it almost makes me feel stupid i'm like well you just did say a b c d e f g does that make sense yeah that's pretty simple and you know what that customer that came to you the guy on the bench who's in pain every day he shows up to practice he knows he's on the bench every game he sits on the bench that's painful that dude Probably try anything. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Yeah, so, you know, you're in your message, you ask, they, they have a desire to be at the top of their game or whatever, and you have this thing, and da-da-da-da. And you say, great, can you tell me, like, so how much bench time and how much play time do you have right now? Because we could probably set a goal that increases your play time. And so you and I could work together for 30, 60, 90 days, and I'll work for you for free until it happens. I'll do it. And they will too, likely. Some of them will. Can I ask you a technical question? Yeah, of course. 
the prison in the Philippines, uh, do I literally just look up? Do I say I need a VA to basically look all of this up for me? Is it that simple? It's even simpler than that. So okay. there's services like Loom. Have you heard of it? I've seen the branding. Yes. I know. So it's a video. It's like records your screen. Mm-hmm. For those listening, I've got a URL. It's startfromzero.com forward slash all in. And if you were to move all in in the business world and you stop looking for one course, one book, one method, one tool, and you just went all in and jumped in the mud, it's got the list of books, the list of services, the list of tools you would know how to use, the list of books you would have read. It had everything. And on that page, it'll be a quick description of how to hire your first person from the Philippines. There are great services that you can do that, but you can pick any one of them. What's more important is that you're clear on what you want and you put that ahead of the technical issue of where you find them. I mean, because you could Google hire people from the Philippines and you, you know. I know. I don't even know why I'm asking this. I think I would also want to know not only their first and last name, but also their emails as well. So I'm going to do that if that's possible. If possible, right. So what you do in terms, you go to loom.com, you set up account, it installs a Google thing on your toolbar and you click it and then it records your screen. And then you say, hi, I'm Vasavi. And thank you so much for considering working with me. I have a very simple task for a very important mission. So I need you to find the first and last name of every college player that's currently playing college from every division one college. Here's the list of the division one colleges. Then I need you to look up their Facebook URL. So you have their first name, last name, Facebook URL. And then once we do that, if we work together, we'll move to the next layer of trust where I'll give you access to my Facebook account and we can go to the next phase. And that's just all in one video. And you're like a minute and a half video and you could have your Philippine person hired by tomorrow. I'm going to do today. Yeah, you, yeah. If you start today, they'd be starting working tomorrow. Yeah, I want to say thank you to you. Oh, oh, okay. I want to say, first of all, no one ever asked me what my dreams are. That's my job. I do that for other people. And so for you to offer this, to have this conversation, and then I felt I didn't feel silly. I could tell you that. And then you just gave me the first step, and I truly believe there will be a domino effect. I'm not worried about the second and third step. You gave me the first step, which I'm going to do. So I just want to say, I really appreciate that you care enough about looking beyond what you know I'm doing right now, or look at what I really want and then say, hey, here's the next best step. Here's the first best step you can take to start making that come to life. And that's it. I mean, I'm the kind of person that just needs like a minimal, just like a little bit of attention and hear me just a little bit and give me that little guidance and I'm off. But what you gave, it was not even the, the hire the person in the Philippines. That's great. That's very tactical. And I appreciate that. But it really was that I felt confident enough to say that out loud. And I was able to talk about my judgment that I have about myself. And we got that all off the table. Let's not think about that. Let's not focus on that. And so I, I appreciate getting my mind focused and I'm taking my dream seriously now because you took my dream seriously. Oh, wow. The dream sounds wonderful. Thank you for that reflection. As you were sharing, um, I wanted to say that you will build a lot of trust with these college ball players. I mean, once you get college football, then you can do college basketball. Then you could do some weird niche like college rowing. Like you could go nuts in college and stay there for years and have plenty of business, lots of business to the point where you're so good at it. You got your book, you've got a course, you've got a YouTube channel, you've got like 
college athletes that are like jacked and they're like hugging you and holding you in the air. They're like, this is my homie. This is Vas V. I want to say is you build a lot of trust with these college folks by having a lot of structure with your process. So you want to really take the time and it takes like half a day to think through structure. So the second they say, I'm interested, then you start with the first question is like, what's your bench time? What's your play time? And how much do you want? Immediately when you start with that, you've established so much trust. And then you say, okay, great. So I'm not going to do blank. I'm not going to do this. I am going to do this, which, you know, I'm not going to coddle you. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. We're going to hold you to a high level accountability because to get to the place where you're playing the game, we're going to have to stretch you to a place that you're unable to go or you're not going right now. So that will take some courage. I just want to make sure that you're on board for that before we ever begin. So both of us don't waste each other's time. They say, yes, I'm in. You say, okay, great. Here's the link to schedule a time with me. Let's do this. We could start right away. They click that link and it's got a description of meta mindset training for athletes. And it says, you know, somewhere in there, like, it's a little known secret that the psychology of the game is the most important part. So let me help you master the psychology. These calls happen once a week or it's this or this. Do not schedule unless you're sure. Then they click a time, they click submit. And then I use Calendly. Mm-hmm. And you know what's so cool on Calendly is you can set up your own custom thank you page. So like after they schedule, it can go to this thank you page. So after they've scheduled, it can come to another page where you're like, yo, bro, don't waste my time. If you schedule this call and you don't show up, you lose this forever. And then you're like, show up with a pen and a pad. I want you to think about your top three biggest struggles every time you get ready to play the game. And I want you to talk to me about the players you envy the most, are jealous the most of, hate the most. And I want to know all the secret thoughts about this. We're not going to waste any time. We're going to go right to the jugular. So your transformation is as fast as possible. And if you're ready to do this, we'll have a great time. Don't miss this appointment. So this is all on like the thank you page. And you're setting all this structure up. And yet you haven't even done anything yet. And they're already in awe. And the thank you page itself, you don't even have to like make a website. What I did is I created a Google Doc. And I typed all the instructions into a Google Doc. And then I made the Google Doc public on a link that anybody could see. And then I used that link as the thank you page. So everything I just said is right in a Google Doc. So the Google Doc has everything, like you said, don't waste my time. What are the three biggest struggles that you have? Did you say the three biggest struggles that you have in playing the game? Yeah. The players you hate on your team, the players you secretly hate, you're secretly envious of, you're secretly jealous. Like we need to get your mind healthy around yourself. We need to get you taking responsibility for your own life. So we need you to reclaim all the projections you have towards everybody else. Your yeah, coaches. Yeah. Coaches, yeah. And the reason I'm telling you this is because, yeah, I don't think anybody really knows you can do stuff like that. But these are the things that I think of when I'm building things out. And I do this, well, because I built seven software products and software companies. So I know the little tricks to save time. And this is, that's just one of them. I never would have done that. Yeah. It's fun. You know, you're like the perfect blend of like logic and, you know, just heart logic. And you don't find that balance too often. This is great. This is, you've given me more than, I mean, I'm very grateful. This is, wow. This sets the tone, you know? Yeah. And you want to ask the question is, how do we get these players playing the game as quickly as possible? So that's even on the page too. You say, listen, thank you for signing up. Just so you know, all of our work is centered on one thing and we're not wasting any time. It's that one question is how do we get you playing as much of the game as possible and off the bench? Everything we do is going to aid that. We're not going to waste time with anything else. 
When you talk about structure, do I need to map out my next 30 days with them? I mean, you could and see how it feels. I'm more inclined to map out like the structure of each call. Yes. Like I'd map out that first call like a mother. And like I would like have it dialed in like a 15 questionnaire diagnostic where it just paints their image. And then it's a customized plan based on how they answer that questionnaire. Because you might need to talk to them every day five minutes before practice. It may not be some stupid weekly coaching call that we're all conditioned to have. Right. Because some people don't like I'm talking to you once. I'm going to run with it. I may want to follow up with you in 90 days. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? So you want to stay fluid where you need to be fluid and structured where you need to be structured. Right. And it all orbits around. The reason you use Voxer is because that's what your customer knows. The reason you talk to them five minutes before practice is because that's what serves your customer. A business in service of the customer is super innovative. And customers flip out. College kids do use Voxer, huh? You might have to Snapchat with them. Who knows? <laughs> so the 15 questions is going to be on that thank you page, the Google Doc. No. An- oh, sorry. That's the call. You don't want to intimidate them before the call. You want to inspire them before the call. That call is the 15-question diagnostic, if you do 15 questions. But I would ask them these 15 questions on the first call. Yeah. And you feel, based on your orbit around them, what would help them fly as fast as possible. Your whole orientation is around getting them more playtime. You might not have to do any of the things that you've been trained to do. You may not have to do any deep identity work. You may not have to do any of the things that you think you need to do right now. They might just need some simple thing that you haven't even considered. So you orbit around them and then you have that first call with them and you feel their heart and you feel their mind and you like ask them what works for you. And then, you know, you say, listen, so this is going to be a lot of accountability. You need to vox me every single night. If you don't vox me, I'm going to ask you, if I have to ask you more than three times to vox me, we're done. If you miss three voxes in a row, we're done. Because if you're wanting to play at the highest level, we got to operate at the highest level. So everything you do needs to be done at the highest level. If you slip up and you're not operating at the highest level, we'll do the work we need with love and compassion. So you just start naturally operating there. Because I'm not going to motivate you with self-hatred and I'm not going to motivate you with self-criticism and I'm not going to get you beating yourself up to be successful. We're going to have you be at the top of your field because I don't know if you know this, but the players that are at the top of their field operate from a vibration and frequency of unconditional love. The best players in their field do it for the pure love of the game and they do it from love. At least that's what our research shows. Like there's a lot you can do with this stuff, right? So, you know, you orient a football player, you find out they need a five minute Vasavi audio note that they listen to every day on the way. Every time on their way into practice, you give them a meditation that reclaims their projections, takes full responsibility, deals with the most difficult things they have to deal with, and has them have love and honor and gratitude for the game. And they give 100% of their all. And like, that's a five minute thing they listen to every time before they go in. So they're not going into practice every day, beating themselves up because they're not on the bench, perpetuating, staying on the bench. Like these are the things that as you obsess with the college football player and you get them operating at a field of unconditional love for every difficulty they have, because unconditional love is also honest. Yes. That's not love if you are not straight up. Did you just say to start with one sport though? So we're just doing football to start with? Do whatever sport you want. College just happens to be a lot of ego and competition and recognition. And that just may be a, those might be the drivers that you use to get people. That's like Trojan horse. You get people in to work on the deeper work. Okay. You know, a lot of people ask me, what niche do I pick? I was like, well, you try five and see which one likes you the best. 
But then I have to face rejection. Well, if you know who you are, it won't be a big deal. Yeah, I just wanted the actual... No, I know you don't. I'm saying that for other people. Yeah, this has been fantastic. You got it. Good job. I think you feel complete? I feel complete. Good job to you, my friend. Thank you very much. So listen, if you'd like to offer feedback on this episode, we would treasure that. Let us know what you want more of and what you want less of for the show. And we'll make sure we try to incorporate that. You can email the feedback to hello at startfromzero.com. Just put feedback in the subject line. Now, if you'd like to build a $20,000 per month business minimum, I've got a friend who actually does this every single month. Some months he makes as much as $87,000 in a month. I asked him about it and he told me, man, if I can do this, anybody can do it. So we've turned this into a fully comprehensive course that you can take to learn how to quickly build a $20,000 per month business. If you'd like information on that, you can go to startfromzero.com and on the homepage, you'll find a link to it. Now, if you've been struggling to take action, if you really feel there's more for your life, but you know you're gonna need to take action to do it, but taking action is so difficult, you just can't seem to get yourself to do it. We have a wonderful free tool. You can find it at startfromzero.com forward slash DJP. And if you go there within 20 minutes of applying the process, you'll find yourself wanting to play the game, wanting to step in the game, and wanting to take action. I use DJP for myself all the time with things like figuring out revenue models, figuring out lead capture systems, figuring out how to hire someone. If I'm ever stuck with a difficult action, I'll actually apply DJP because what it does is it wakes up a deeper intuition, a deeper wisdom, so we can actually do something really cool instead of stay stuck. So that's it. Please rate the show, please subscribe, and go on and listen to the next episode. Let's do this.